Getting it, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. I'm Travis Washington. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of Season Legends of Tomorrow. And it's been a little while. We've had a lot of real life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. In between yeah, shows. I mean, we all have a thing, but you had like real life, real life. Yeah, something had to get over that hump, and we're glad that you have, yeah. my guy. I mean, uh, sincerely, uh, like, uh, I mean, yeah. It was COVID. We could just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But whenever, yeah, and whenever somebody gets it now, it's always, it seems like it's always, everybody's uh, experience is different. Um, That was pretty, not that bad. Not that bad. So that, I'm happy to hear that. And happy to hear on the road to recovery. Yeah. And um, the one, a fun thing before we get to this episode, uh, during my uh, COVID recovery, um, that last uh, Saturday passed, our friends uh, over at Bebo's Legends podcast mm-hmm. uh, organized oh, yeah. a uh, a um, a big Zoom fan get together, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just sitting in my room, you know, isolating myself and sick." So, you know, perfect. That's, that sounds like fun. And, and with everything else going on in this country right now, I was like, right, "This right, could right. be a, this fun diversion," and it was. I we sat here, had a great time, and met a lot of really cool, fun people. Uh, it was a real good time. It was uh, exactly what I needed in the middle of all this. And, uh, awesome, so, man. That's, that's great. Them. Yeah, that's was, cool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw your uh, I saw your sketch. Oh, yeah, it was draw a Bebo uh, yeah. contest yeah. thingy. So uh, cool. I cheated completely. I looked up my phone on the uh, to find the animated Bebo <laughs> in ah, sketch. Smart. smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> here's one, one thing I'll say, Travis. Boy, did yeah. I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm certain of it. But I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Oh no, it was a great time. So let's get to speaking this. Speaking of a great time. Speaking, speaking of, great of time, not huh? to give anything away. Speaking of a great time. Let's let's ride. Let's get to it. It's season five, episode seven of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. <laughs> but- Ray plans a date night. For him and Nora, but all goes awry when an encore shows up, making the team think on their feet and create a lie to keep the encore at bay. While trying to fool the encore, Ava learns what Sarah was really doing while she was away and confronts her. Charlie and Constantine make a deal to work together, which will benefit both of them. Meanwhile, Rory is upset when he gets negative comments about his book, so Zari helps track down who the critic is, and Rory gets more than he bargained for dude we talk about the the length of these things but uh-huh. that was perfect they didn't give away too much they didn't give away uh uh yeah it was right on the nose i think <laughs> i i did notice i think the arrow wiki ones are the same as the imdb ones oh okay okay i look at it I think. so somebody must be writing this mm-hmm. somebody at the at uh you know who works for uh c-dubs or awesome. in the Berlanti verse. Oh, I, 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 I can't wait till we get to this one part of this one. Let me just get this out of the way. I love this episode. It's one of, of course, my faves. Man. I think I, I, as I'm watching this, great. I knew, I, I, dude, I watched it twice today because twice. I, was, I was watching it when I was folding laundry, and but Nora wasn't back from her grandparents' place yet. And I'm like, Nora's got to watch this. Uh, the, the, we watched it. Uh, yeah, it's such a good time. It's very rare that I watch uh, Legends episode twice. Yeah, so that, that, if somebody were to tell, if you were to tell me that, yeah, this is considered uh, top three, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. It, it's in most people's top five, I'd say. Yeah, 
it's a it's a way up there as as a as a big uh, big fave yeah. episode. It's really just all cylinders, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we start with a flashback <laughs> to um, salvation from the amount right. of the Mollus Bebo fight, and they they insert some new footage yeah. of Ray right. and Nora. Uh, him going well it's okay and she's like he died a demon ray i was like oh that, that, that felt neat because that wasn't in the original hmm. right and or maybe it was a deleted scene or something could that be they're could able be. to go back yeah. to just to yeah okay eagle-eyed legends viewers i <laughs> noticed these things hmm. so then it's five hours later and you got gary he's cleaning up the bebo parts and someone is there and he's hidden by the, the sun and it's, it's can't be you to the open. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when I watched it the first time, I figured it out right away because I, I wasn't spoiled by it. But I was like, oh, it's got to be Damien Dark, right? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who it would be, but it makes complete sense. <clears throat> it's pretty cool. I'm like, I couldn't take myself back. To, I was like trying to think of like, who was around at that time? Or like, oh, they would have been uh, yada, yada, yada. But yeah. But I was also, I'm also the geek who was like, well, who died there? Mm-hmm. Oh, Damien Dark did because he t- turned into Malice. All right, all right. Yeah, it's a good little uh, teaser anyways. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, so on the Wave Rider, Constantine's explained the whole Luma Fate thing to the team and how he can use it to save Astra and uh, solve the Encores. And Charlie's just like, no, it's too dangerous. Sarah agrees and whips out the hell sword. She's like, this is our answer to the fucking encore problems. I remember uh, last show you had asked, you're like, is that sword sticking around? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, and this is when they confirm it because it's badass that Sarah Lance has a hell sword. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so. I know that we, that came from Genghis Khan, right? Yeah, Genghis yeah. Khan from, uh, from that one. And, uh, so Gideon alerts him that there's a, a encore situation in Salvation, 1874. So Sarah starts doing one of her team mission pep talks, then turns around and nobody's fucking there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Constantine uh, says, "Hey, he told Ray to, you know, go and uh, I think what does he say? Carpe his Carpe, DM. Carpe his DM. Yeah. yeah. And meaning he wants he should ask Nora to ask Nora to marry him. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Ray with Bayrod. He's putting the ring in the, the pudding uh, or the mousse, I guess. Chocolate mousse, chocolate mousse. Ever I see that in a movie? Like, or do, do people really do that? Like, they put a ring hmm. in the in the mousse. I mean, if it's like a, a an individual date, why not? Like, or if it's just the two of you. I mean, you ever have like a, there's a swallowing issue there. Do you ever have um, money and cake? I think that's a Canadian thing because no, I've never yeah, heard of money and put, cake. We'd hide money and cake, and he'd be like, "Oh, what is this?" And you pull it out. That's yours now, pal. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What if you've been into it and you're like, "What the fuck is it? what the fuck is this?" I think you wrap it up in. Uh, I think they wrap it up in wax paper. Ah, oh, I see. That makes more sense. Um, you could break wait. a molar if it's a coin. Sure. Yeah, I think that's what they do now. Or like swallow. Oh my god! Imagine swallowing a, a loony or a toony. That'd be no fun. Mm. Wait, that was a money cake. I mean, wait, <laughs> one of the funniest. One of the funniest um, 
uh, I just remember seeing a picture of a, of a cake and all, all that's written on it. It's just white. It's just a white cake. And then someone just wrote, find the toenail in icing. <laughs> <laughs> Most repugnant thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're back. Yeah, we are, buddy. Uh, so Nate runs it all excited. Oh, oh no, Nora's here. She's here. And <laughs> yeah, it's and cute. The... It's cute how they're acting like a couple of Goyle friends kind yes. of thing. I want to. I want to see who wrote this. Cato. So it's Cato and James Egan. Uh, mm, okay, wrote this episode. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was cute the way these guys were. You know, just there to be the wingman or kind of cheering him on, but in like kind of a non traditional. Right, oh, dude. Way, yeah. Right. I love how you know they, they save on special effects by having them just run around the corner, and you hear the sound effect of of warping back onto the wave rider. Right. Right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And uh, Gary answers the door because he's like the host of this thing. And Nora, she's there. Th thought she was just like coming there for pizza or some shit. And uh, she's still got Pippa from last episode, who. Uh, Still, is still with her because she still hasn't found her what her heart's greatest need is, and she's playing Bebo Candy Crush on her phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice touch. That was one of the, the, the. There's only a handful of Bebo actual appearances on the show. That one I forgot about. I was like, oh, the mm -hmm. forgotten one. Mm -hmm. Again, they could have marketed some Bebo and sold it, and the fact I mean, they did not made, is nuts. Could have made that very game for zilcho just exactly right yeah so constantine is on the ship in the study with nate and uh he's chewing sesame seeds now uh, in, instead of smoking and uh ask nate for some help and uh he's, that's what that is yeah. sesame seed no or sunflower seeds i thought it was i wrote down sesame seeds but sunflower seeds is the same sunflower thing. it makes more sense right yeah, yeah like sesame seeds are just little things that you have on top of a big mac you know what I mean? Sunflower seeds. I think like, it's, yeah, yeah, I wrote sesame Okay. <laughs> no, he's just like the handful, just scooping them and throwing them into I like spitting them out. See, I couldn't figure out what it was. Oh, my dad used to have spits all the time. I like spits a lot. I got to bring it next time we go camping. So they call me. I wonder if that's more of a Canadian thing. Sunflower seeds. I think seeds I've heard in it. Shell. Yeah. Oh, no, that's definitely a thing here, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you see them like a uh, ball diamond and ball. Uh, oh yeah, dug, dugouts with that and double bubble. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've taken the place of chewing tobacco in uh right. yeah. in in uh, major league baseball. Of course. Not my little league team though. I encourage uh... <laughs> Reds. It's, it's all Copenhagen and Reds. All Copenhagen. <laughs> the bandits. No, that's for yeah. the kids. Yeah. The bandits. Thwack thwack thwack. Give out a special award for who can do that little swackety swack thing yeah, with us yep. at the end of the year. Who can get the the, the best snap and sound? <laughs> Don't tell your parents about that award, you guys. So Nate tells them how well the the, the piece of the loom is in the South Pole, and uh, yeah. So Constantine takes off, and uh, it's, it's not Nate; it's Charlie. So mm -hmm. that's sending him on a wild goose chase. Mm -hmm. 
So then we see Sarah and Ava in their cowboy getups. Always looks fucking great. You know? so great. <laughs> My daughter's so that. excited. Uh, we're going to Calgary on the 6th until the 12th for the, for the stampede. First, like, really kind of safe stampede in forever. Um, and, and, and to see family and stuff. So she was, like, super excited. She thought this was going to be a Western episode to start with. I'm like, no, not entirely. Stick with it, my friend. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, had its moments. Oh, dude, there's a little bit of everything. That's mm-hmm. it. It's just, just, and uh, like everything you've been doing here so far, like, and what they've done so far, or what you've been recapping is they're setting up just uh, like a bunch of different conflicts uh, and like kind of personal uh, uh, character dynamics or individual character things, but also character dynamics between uh, two different characters or like in different places. There, there's so much going on here and they accomplish so much and they didn't and play and they're silly. And, you know, this is just the seeds that they're planting here are, are great. Yeah. And it's um, it, what I was saying. It's, it's a lot of this and that uh, I initially wrote down. There's a bit of three's company in this one. Of too, course there you know? is. Of course it, there is. And sometimes that can be fucking awful. Right. But in this right. one, like the, like the, it was, it every, like we said before, all cylinders, everything's clicking. And for the most part, everything is, you know, uh, uh, yeah, like tight. Like it feels, it also, you know, it also reminds me of um, that cheers, uh, Woody's wedding. Woody's wedding. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. such a great one. That's, yeah. that, that's it's my favorite. It's my favorite cheers episode. The last time we mentioned that, I went back and specifically rewatched it because mm-hmm. I I was like I, I always remember thinking it was okay, yeah. and then I sat and watched it and hadn't laughed that hard in forever. I was like, I forgot how amazing this is. It, 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 it it's unreal. It's like a Marx Brothers fucking live show for it's, sure. It's for nice. sure. Uh, but uh, reading in the IMDb, like Courtney Ford and a couple others mentioned they felt like they were paying homage to the birdcage. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, but that's, maybe that's where that trope first popped up, but uh, isn't three's company based on something similar to that? I mean, somewhat. I can't remember what it's called, like bachelor in the house or something like that. Oh no. The British show, the British show was, um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I remember watching it. It, it was an mm. import from England. I can't yeah. remember what it was called. Uh, yeah, and maybe that's. But but I mean, like it's mixed in with so many other TV, yeah. like the Mister Rogers thing and everything. Yeah. So the like, spinoff, the spinoff was called Robin's Nest. That I remember. But huh. uh, it was always neat sometimes when you get the. Well, this is what this was based on. I've and, never uh, seen and, it. Yeah, and well, here's the things. Uh, I have, I've had British friends who are like, "Oh, the, the British one is much better." No, it's not. It, it's not it it doesn't have john ritter in it so therefore right, right, right. it it's not right i'm not you know me i'm not the hugest fan like come on john yeah. ritter are you kidding yeah, me of course he's the one who saves it yeah for sure so they, they need to get mick and he's uh in his room uh, grunting and throwing shit uh z shows up in face cream and she's like oh he's been like this for days and i love sarah's just like why are you still here you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And you uh, doing? she says exfoliating. Yeah, exfoliating. Mm-hmm. And uh, door opens, and Nick's problem is he has a troll, like you mentioned, uh, Travis. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah's like, Zari, new Zari. That sounds right up your alley, right? You, you, you take care of this. Mm-hmm. So we cut to ki- in the kitchen of Constantine's place, and Gary's making soup, and he blinks out of existence. And so. 
<laughs> Even this kind of made me giggle. He pops back and he goes, did I just fizzle out of existence? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was like, what the hell's going I mean, I mean, that's what they're trying to tell us what's happening, right? That's a way of, of uh-huh. telling us what's going on there. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Fine. I, I guess that, that's just so they can cut to him on the tr- the railroad tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Sarah and Ava find him there and they rescue him. And he starts to tell them. Uh, he's about to get run over. It's important to mention he's about to get run over by a train. Yeah, by a train, train. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just right, right out of a fucking like Bullwinkle cartoon yeah, or yeah. something. I love totally. it. No, Red Dawn, uh, Red Dead Redemption too. Really good game. Oh, like that, that, I'm aware of that game. Yeah, yeah. So. Ava realizes this is uh, not current Gary because he's still calling her director. And uh, he starts to mention who did it. And we cut to Constantine's house and ding dong and the door opens and it's Damien Dark. Daddy's home. Yeah. Great reveal the way he's kind of turns around to it. And there's a light lightning strike. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, just everything. They're not, they just don't hold back in this. Right. And, and to their benefit, because there's so much confidence yeah. and, and, and everything is like there's a reason for everything. And I'm love, and I love. I'm a big fan, you know, of Neil McDonough, yeah. especially doing this character because, like I said, I watched the character evolve from serious evil villain mm. to comic evil villain, and he's just chewing up the scenery in this this one. Big he's, time, right? Yeah. This is. I mean, I get the. Like nobody stays dead, uh, but it did feel like maybe they were kind of writing this as though this was his swan song. Well, um, it was. It was until this last season of The Flash where he pops up out of there nowhere. Go. That's apparently. what I was going to ask. Um, yeah. That's uh, what I was going to add, uh, or the other thing I was going to ask is: so he started on Arrow. Is that where Arrow. we first saw him? And then, yes. And then did he become where every, was every appearance? Uh, that we've seen him has is it is the only show he's appeared on since then. Legends is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Now that uh, now he's gone, and now you're saying he's finally appeared. In, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was wondering if he was showing up. On yes, other shows. He well. he was Arrow season four, Big Bad. Yep, and he was great. But I mean, all of this goofiness of him. I mean, I was also reading on the IMDb. They were, they were saying that during like the dinner scenes they were having a hard time because mcdonough kept improvising and breaking everybody and they and they have to take a lot of shots because neil goddamn mcdonough just wants to fucking goof around and have fun and they're like all right that's fun (laughs) oh yeah you get that impression that everyone's just having such a good time such a good time and that's like that's what you want from an ensemble show that's why i said this is like a uh uh, not only do you want everyone having a good time, but you also want uh, everything to fucking click. And for that, mm-hmm. like I said, for almost, uh, let's say like 95% of this uh, episode, everything clicks. Mm-hmm. And he's super happy to see Nora. And uh, she realizes he must be an encore. And, uh, and uh, he's like, I don't know. It's some, some uh, millennial pyramid scheme for souls. I can't keep up with these fucking kids nowadays. Very yeah. funny. <laughs> and, he goes, but it's part of my parole agreement that I come up here and cause fucking mayhem. But I had to see, he had to see her first, of course. And he's impressed, man. She's a master sorceress. She's got a house full of groovy, dark energy. And uh, he tracked her using the uh, her Palmer Tech watch or his Palmer Tech watch. Mm-hmm. And so Ray's in the kitchen cooking. 
And Nora has to run in and tell him that dad's here and you, you got to fucking split and take this kid with you. And you can't tell Sarah because she's going to kill my dad. And uh, this is what I, in all my notes, I wrote down, oh, I remember how much I love this, what they're doing here. What we talked about earlier, the, the three's company and stuff is the birdcage uh, of it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and what I just love is how it takes such a left turn into absurdity in yeah. the middle of it too it, and uh so let's uh talk about all the 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 z and the mick and the troll stuff sure sure yeah because that's like the one that has the, the fewest scenes and it yeah it does kind of wrap up near the end i i thought this is the best or this is great um this whole arc uh is good and i'll go through the whole thing i'll tell you why i like mm-hmm. this one in particular well, I hope, well, to tell you what, one of the reasons I really like it is the actress who plays Lita, and she sticks around. She's she's fun. And is that she, the mom or the daughter? The daughter. She's, okay. yep, she's, yep. No, you got the impression great. that she's uh, she's good. Uh, she's destined for bi- uh, bigger things, I think. She did this. Like Her, her first two big things were this, and she was on that. Um, uh, she played Penny on the reboot of Lost in Space on mm. a netflix show right. a, yeah, so i mean either I, I i didn't like the fucking original so why would i i don't want to i don't want to watch any new lost in space but mm. and then for uh, a newcomer basically that's two pretty high profile gigs for a young actress and uh, yeah. you can see why as the, over the course of this show you'll really see why she's i think in six or eight episodes total and is always a great addition all right Allie a little bit too, at least in this season. She's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Z is trying to teach him about trolls. She's like, no, no, just uh, give him some swag. You know, we'll send him an autographed book. So then Z's reading the book. And she's like, oh, it's, this is a uh, very pornographic. He's like, thanks. Like, yeah, you're welcome. Like, you're welcome. I love that. <laughs> yep. Really great. Really great. Mm-hmm. And the troll got the book. This was one of the, the jumps that I was going, hey, how, they just said we'll send this person a book and now that that would they use do they call wally and use some super speed to get this that the book there that fast yeah for her to in, instantly that, post that could be amazon you you can get over, overnight overnight <laughs> overnight from the wave rider in the temporal zone sure oh, <laughs> they, they could send their own little dr- uh, drones out there i'm sure mm, that's true <laughs> drop that they're everywhere and then just oh wait yeah I remember the first time I heard about that I was watching 60 Minutes. I hadn't watched 60 Minutes in 30 years, and I was watching 60 Minutes, and it was talking about Amazon drone program, and yeah. I remember immediately fucking angry and yeah. worried. Scary. <laughs> scary. Yeah. Scared the scary. shit out of me. Scary. <laughs> but gotta be nice to robots. Don't forget. Be mm-hmm. nice to robots, everybody. <laughs> well, out here, you got people shooting them from their backyard. Oh, boy. That's good. Not going to end well for us. <laughs> Will not. not uh, Skynet's coming, pal. Yep. Be nice to robot. <laughs> I, for one, welcome my new robot overlords. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, the troll burns the book, and this pisses Z off, who immediately starts hacking to find out where this uh, person lives. And this is a great little character touch i thought mix like you hack and she goes no and it's one of those little oh because 
that old that old Zari is still in her head, and every now and then it just snaps. Oh, and really? These, and she has these skills. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's not. The I would first never have. Uh, I would never have. Uh, yeah. Um, made that connection. But I no, they they right. they did it in a previous episode. Yeah. Too, yeah. Where she, where she suddenly knows how to fuck with Do Gideon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I see. So they're at the house, and the troll is a teenage girl, and it's Lita, Mick's daughter with Allie, who, uh, Allie, who he knocked up at the prom a few episodes ago, or the high school reunion. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he passes out, and uh, bonks his head, and he wakes up on the couch with a great old fashioned ice pack. I love that thing. That, yeah, that, you don't see yeah, a lot of those in real life. Yeah, they weren't. Oh, you see them at uh, New Japan. You see it all the time. At whenever <laughs> somebody loses, they come out to to help the guy. Always, it's a really? must, man. Yeah. Oh, it's every game, every match, dude. It's so funny. I love that touch. <laughs> it's always funny. Yeah. So, in, in one of the whole, um, we need to explain this to the children lines that. No real people would actually say. She's like, yeah, this is your daughter, Mick. Uh, I named her Lita. And, uh, you know, and he goes, yeah, Lita Ford of the Runaways. Runaways, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, they're, they're, that's 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 just for the young people who don't know that. <laughs> to explain that, because that's not what two human beings would he wouldn't he wouldn't uh, say that uh or, or well right. no if, if if they had shared whatever like the last time these two had seen each other they had really enjoyed each other's company during like a kind of a throwback to their high school time uh-huh. so uh, to me I, I i had no problem buying that uh that's I mean, funny. no because yeah, no, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you normally say you know like, you're like i named your leader you know after you normally would go yeah lead forward you wouldn't <laughs> from the runaways i think uh, the, the assumption you wouldn't explain to your girlfriend we both know that i see what you're saying good point <laughs> and that's that's what i mean that's the every now and the one that's one for the kitties right give them a little bit of a, a backstory yeah but lita ford man Ugh. i like the runaways well enough but i was never a lita ford fan for solo mm-hmm. stuff did her own thing i i, I couldn't tell you i couldn't name a single song of hers i do remember i do remember some uh, vh1 little documentary about the the fall of hair metal right uh, the rise and fall of hair metal and it gets to the whole you know and then you know nirvana came along and killed killed it and uh and lita ford just sitting on a fucking beach bitching hard about modern music it's so funny cool <laughs> it's so at the end she's like, just the bitterness yeah the bitterness is so fucking delicious it's she goes it was raw at that time for sure oh she's man not alone man she was probably she holding said, back compared to some of the oh at the end they use a clip of her at the end she's like what happened to our rock i just want a rock <laughs> it's fucking awesome that's funny <laughs> i always love the story about like some band goes into an office and their poster used to be behind the wall and then they came in and nirvana's was behind the wall and they're like that's it for us right so basically she looked him up after the rebecca silver reveal found out he was in jail uh leader figures out who her dad is and uh 
and basically and reads this shit and stuff. And she's like, yeah, my dad right fucking shit. This is garbage. Because it is, right? <laughs> and they argue and Mick just jumps up out of nowhere and memory flashes them and almost memory flashes Zari. Yeah. And it took me, I it, it's it's so funny. I knew it was coming, and every time it took me by surprise because I didn't think they were gonna go there mm-hmm. right away. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, where he's like, nope, fuck this, and memory flash him, you yeah. know. Obviously, this gets resolved. Yeah, but uh yeah, yeah. At the time yeah. it 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 was a little bit of a jump scare for me. I was like, whoa shit, I didn't see yeah. that coming. That's what I like about. Uh, this is he doesn't deal with his shit. Everybody else kind of sorts their shit out who has an arc to go through here. He has, um, he uh, runs away from it. And with his excuses, she'd be better off without him because he's a fucking mm-hmm. loser. Yeah, but and but we'll get to that last scene here coming up right mm-hmm. after this because uh, it's at the end when he's like kind of grabbing some cake, right? Yeah, with his with, he's eating cake with his hands. Yeah, and uh. And he says that, yeah, she'd be about for that. I mean, and the last thing we get of this is she's like, would she? And he kind of stops himself from taking a swig of the uh-huh. of the whiskey he's picked up, right? And that's perfect, right? Everyone else is having a good time. This comes at the end after, like I said, everyone has um, kind of conquered their demons or sorted their relationship uh, shit out or um, smoothed out their stuff as teammates or, you know, got married, <laughs> you know, like everybody, mm-hmm. like it is... It was really good to have, like I said, to have all these tight things that, that, as we said, were getting planted in those early seeds. All these little strings are getting tied in really, really good ways uh, and clever ways. But then to have one that that one character who isn't taking, mm-hmm. you know, isn't taking that the kind of steps or the kind of like, you know, kind of willingness to to change uh and he's the one that and he's the one character who's kind of you know um in a holding pattern at the end here it's really cool right. and the evolution that we get this season of it's not, trust me it's not giving anything away the evolution of mick rory man who loves his kid and their reconciliation it's great stuff it's some of my favorite stuff in this season and uh and again one of those uh uh, the whole like you know mick is a one-note character the evolution that they do do with this character whether or not dom liked it or not or whatever it doesn't really fucking matter but i can't imagine as an actor he would be like oh making me a father pussified me because he, he gets to do some of his best acting on the right. show during this uh, this evolution that happens this season, so I would imagine his reasons were about something far less than you know story arcs and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most definitely, you know, he's a pro. He's a <laughs> the actors you know, didn't really care like, oh, what they did to my character. I don't think that really was anything at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ray is on the ship with Pippa and he has all of his Mr. Parker tapes. And we meet, I, I meet Mr. Parker played by Eric Gow, who mm-hmm. I've, uh, yep. I've been in touch with is a, is a lovely guy. Cool. Yeah. Great dude. And, uh, and she hates it at first. And it's a Mr. Rogers neighborhood uh, spoof. And yep. I think uh, Eric Gow just fucking nails it. I think he's, he, I mean, he must show up again 
he, yep, oh yeah he'll show yeah, up again this I season assume so. yeah. if, like if the if the girls same thing like if they're naming themselves after bebo i knew after that one viking episode this wasn't the only time we were going to see bebo mm-hmm. um and the fact that they called him back like yeah i'd be like yeah yeah he's great in that spot but i assume we're going to see this guy again uh vancouver actor as well travis yeah, uh yeah. I, I noticed um go. Apparently, he also did some like solo YouTube shit in character that they did like promote and like where you know he lives in a shitty fucking uh, uh, studio apartment, apartment. yeah, yeah, yes, with, yes, yeah. you know, and it right is you know he's getting in an eviction notice and stuff, and he's That's still keeping funny. up his his good spirits. It's really funny. That's cool. <laughs> um, so uh, Pippa hates it at first. And uh, Ray just gives her 20 bucks to watch it and uh, takes off to find Nate and Bait Rod. And uh, he tells them about Damien Dark being back. And uh, they're like, oh, maybe we could talk Sarah down uh, from uh, killing him. And then just quick cuts right to Sarah. Go, I'm going to kill him for good this time. And it just, I love that. I thought it was a real fun cut. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, I just hope Nora doesn't find out about it. But tough shit, you know. Right. This right. is still the guy who killed her sister. Yeah. It, so Gideon tells him there's encore activity at uh, Constantine's house. And she grabs Ava. She's like, come on, let's go kill this motherfucker. Uh, let's leave the boys behind. They're, they're too sentimental. And uh, Ava's like, yeah, you got it, babe. Let's go murder a motherfucker. <laughs> it's badass. And yeah. I think they're still in their cowboy suits. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, uh, and then Gideon says that wild dog called. And uh, Sarah blows it off. And It's pretty cool the way uh gideon reads that too because it sounds like a wild a dog, wild dog. Yes. right yeah, so it's yeah, kind of like yeah. when you first hear that you don't really think of it as the character um but then yeah you see it later on the phone and stuff like that and like ah okay yeah, you yeah. met wild dog briefly during the big yeah, uh, yeah of course I, was, I had to explain it to uh nora and i was able to do it buddy you, that, you, uh, you got it was easy enough you go he wears a hockey mask and a hockey yeah, 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 thing yeah. <laughs> but i remember I explained he was around outfit. during he was around during crisis yeah <laughs> so we're at constantine's place and Nora's showing her dad the house he loves it and he goes is uh is it is it a safe neighborhood and uh because he knew the worst kids kids are the worst neighbors uh it basically says you know you no idea how many children i've had to kill over the years and uh which <laughs> which they go they go back to later when she's like dad you can't just kill all my friends like you used to in the the middle of this very lighthearted episode you find out that damien dark murdered all the children in their neighborhood growing up deepers creepers (laughs) they played for a joke though which is Uh fucking great and um so she needs to get rid of him because she sees ava and sarah sneaking in and it just it, this is so silly and i loved mcdonough's take she's like dad there's i got a surprise for you in the other room and he goes oh i love surprises and just walks right the fuck off <laughs> it's so <Hilarious>. funny <laughs> it's so silly <laughs> and uh so basically she asks um uh, for a favor she's like listen just give me one night with my dad i mean try to do this my way and uh, she introduces them uh, as her like hypnotized henchwomen. Yes. And uh, he grabs the, the hell sword, kind of checks it out, but he buys it. So, uh, so they're they're in the kitchen having a big fucking dinner <laughs> and bitching about it. Uh, Wild dog calls again, 
uh, Nora says, listen, I'm just, let's, I, I can make a potion that'll take away all his powers and make him harmless. Can we just do that? And she invokes book club. That's like they're, they each, they get one. You can only do it once. Then they all have to do what you ask. And uh, that's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I thought that was great. Uh, that felt uh, real. Uh, that's uh, one of the best. Like, look, this, I've said before in the past when um, they're trying to force a camaraderie or like when times are like, oh, they're also or sometimes it's coming a little too quickly with new characters and new cast members. But this all feels like, uh, you know, Nora's been there long enough and mm-hmm. uh, uh, or the actress has been there long enough that she is kind of part of the team and they had established this kind of stuff. And Jess McCallum's been there long enough that the two of them could have this kind of this kind of conversation. I love that you get that quick look from uh, 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 from Sarah. She's like, what the fuck? She gives like a <laughs> what the fuck kind of thing. You've got to be fucking kidding. But, but like, it, it works out. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Katie Lott's take is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, just a quick cutaway, a lance glance, man. <laughs> uh, there you go. One of the better lance glances, yeah. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. So we cut to the Wave Rider, and Constantine's getting ready to go to the South Pole wearing Captain <laughs> Cold gear. Which That's is what he great. said. That's what Nate asked him. Yeah, because hey, Captain Cold, where are you going? And uh, I love that he's got the Captain Cold stuff. Like over the top of his trash. He hasn't he hasn't gotten out of any other clothes? <laughs> no, not at all. You're laughing about it too. <laughs> so I mean, everything is just broad enough on this, right? That it does kind of get into that kind of faulty towers or like kind of old uh, upstairs, downstairs type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Constantine fucking figures out it was Charlie and gets pissed off and, and uh, heads to his place. And uh, I guess Charlie's there too. I can't remember how she gets to his place, but. Uh, so the gang's in the kitchen uh, making dinner. And uh, I love Sarah's line. She's like, Ray, no one gets laid after eight courses. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I missed that the first time I watched it. <laughs> really funny. I laughed out loud the second time. And uh, Gary says the potion will be done by dessert. And then we see Sarah answer uh, Sarah's phone this time. Talks to Wild Dog. So Constantine arrives. And uh runs into Damien Dark, who knows who he is, and they start to fight, and Nora breaks it up by saying it's their house, and they're a couple. Play really along. great. Really great. Nora gets really scared whenever um, Constantine has to fight. I think she's Ooh. worried he's going to die. She's really worried he's going to die, I think, because she learned what terminal meant. I was like, don't worry, he doesn't, it's it's out of him and stuff, right? Remember she had that moment where uh-huh. she learned, yeah. well, what does terminal mean? It means that you're going to die, right? So I think, like, whenever he gets involved in, like, and especially because it's kind of scary because he's, like, calling up demons and shit, right? Right. She 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 pulls the blankets up. It's interesting. I thought that was <laughs> fun to do. It is, so don't no, worry. That... It'll be all right. Don't worry. It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you to watch this, so I thought you'd be afraid. But Damien Dark loves him. He's like, bring it in here. Gives him a big old hug. He's happy that his 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 darling uh, little girl is with a powerful warlock. So Ray and Peppa are, are they're watching Mister Parker, and she's asking where the fairy godmother is, and she just she figures shit out on Ray. She's like, is she ashamed of you? She doesn't want to show you to your dad, <laughs> huh? You know, Mister Mister Parker. He says people should love who they love and not be ashamed of that. Ray. She throws mm-hmm. his Mister Parker right back in his fucking yep, face. Yep. <laughs> and, and he throws it back. He's like, "Don't you quote episode nine to me?" Yeah, he, he has a yeah, he <laughs> when it happens. Pretty great. And she don't give a shit. She calls for Nora, 
And uh, Ray asks her, he's like, he's like, hey, are you hiding me? And she's like, yeah, of course I am. Like, my murderous father is down there. And this felt so much like a real couple having a discussion. Yeah, and just Wait, like, I am, I am giving lie upon lie. Like, like just really just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when she's like, listen, just shut the fuck up. Don't give me a guilt trip. Okay. Just give me one yeah. fucking night, Brandon. Yeah. I've had, <laughs> we've had this yeah. discussion. <laughs> that she tell her what she said her megalomaniac dad his little girl is a slave to the whims of children and stripping an eagle scout yeah. so, <laughs> good line <laughs> i forgot about that line that is man good. like no yeah she's everyone's so good in this but but in particular she's great she's awesome and you know what man it pisses me off a little bit more that they gave her that um uh the, the marie antoinette again it reminds me that they did that mm. and, and of course she's fun but like dude again we talk about a vancouver actor getting bust out kind of thing they really could have given that to somebody else especially because she does get this real moment to shine here this was this is her best episode mm -hmm. i i'd say 100 percent. oh i agree uh, i agree yeah. i agree 100 yeah. percent. this uh, this is courtney forge this is this is her goodbye yeah. episode because i they leave Ray and Nora leave next episode, but I don't recall that Nora has a lot to do in the next episode. Mm. This, this is her goodbye. And mm. uh, she gets, and she really does shine in this one. She's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge fan. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge, I'm, I've been a huge fan of her from the, the get go on the show. Even when she has to do silly shit, just I, there's something about her. She just jumps off the screen to me. I yeah. think she's, I think she's great. Cool. And I'm sure she, and even though, again, they both were very classy about how they left, but clearly made it clear that it was not their decision. Mm -hmm. uh, she's already getting other work as well, too. Just like, there's a lot of that right now. Like Nick Zano just announced that he's playing a CIA agent in some new Netflix show. So everyone's yeah, moving on. Right. It's kind of cool. Most people are just like, yeah, okay. Most Legends fans I'm seeing are like, okay, cool. I'll watch it. I know. And you've talked about the others who are like, yeah. Well, that's just it. I'm not seeing that much of that anymore. So I think I there's more of a good. resignation of, can we just let people work? You know, yeah. that's, <laughs> these people work for a living, right? Right. It was the CW. Nick, Nick Zano isn't fucking a millionaire. Mm -hmm. So... Again, she calls for Nora, yada, yada. So uh, they sound like a real couple. At dinner, you got uh, Damien Dark, Constantine are swapping stories. Constantine starts buttering him up about being a collector of rare artifacts. He's trying to get some loom facts. And uh, Damien knows he's like, well, I know it was scattered across the multiverse and everything. But and Sarah cuts it all off. And they start arguing about this wild dog thing. And I just, I really enjoyed uh Oh, Neil McDonough going, ooh, something juicy with the health. I, I just, I'm super into this gossip. It was, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Like, oh, this, this is why I don't let the staff fraternize. And uh, and they argue about it in front of them. And, and even where uh, Damien Dark is, you know, long distance relationships can be hard. It, in the, even they said, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> even though he's right. a fucking uh, mass murderer. I, I right. just thought it was fun. I thought the whole scene was fun. Mm -hmm. and then we cut to gary he's dosing that pudding now you all can go dose your pudding while i take a break <laughs> robo assistant ready well now that we're married 
We need help merging our finances. Choose from these options. Investing, insurance, retirement planning, college funding. I have so many questions. Here is a link to our FAQ page. Was this information helpful? Go with no. Sometimes humans are just more helpful. I'm sure you have questions. Farm Bureau Financial Services. Insurance, financial planning, all in one place. Please rate my service. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac, Travis, what else we got going on? Well, there's a lot of other great shows here on the Palm Podcast Network, including the one I just wrapped up with. We had a good six-episode run because there was only six episodes of the show we were recapping. It was the Obi-Wan Kenobi podcast. Mm -hmm. It's called The Fools, The Fools Who Follow Him. I got I did that with my buddy and yours, Pete Schermacher. And we had, by the end, we had a definitely a third wheel, uh, Marta Wesselhoff. I thought she was fantastic. I love, I listened listened to the three, the three of you, that third one, the three of you all had a lot of chemistry and it was a lot of fun to listen to. Yep. So don't worry. We will uh, get together again for sure. Cause we noticed that as well. I appreciate you saying that, man. Um, uh, So yeah, but that's where it is right now. You can find on the Palm Podcast Network. The Fools Who Follow Him, uh, I have it all collected in a uh, playlist. Uh, if you watch the show, I recommend uh, watching with us uh, afterwards because I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, really satisfying as a Star Wars fan. And it was really cool to talk with uh, those guys about it. I, did, um, I, I binged it. I binged Obi-Wan last yeah. week. And I, I thought it was great. I thought it yeah. was super fun. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, super I, satisfying. I know, I know what a lot of the criticisms are. And just like I say with star trek you know i'm more of a star trek guy even mm. with people who have the same complaints about continuity with star trek new star trek i'm like fuck your fucking continuity i don't give a yeah, fuck yeah. i want to watch a good fucking show and obi-wan fucking delivered especially because you and mcgregor i just just kills it so kills good it. man so, so good fuck. so fucking good and like i, I right. as i mentioned i think hayden christensen i'm so happy he got that scene again at the end especially after he was dragged through the fucking coals just like everybody else was during i'll the tell you i'll tell you this i'll agree with you this you know who didn't fucking knock it out of the park Kumail didn't knock it out of the fucking park. Uh, I did not uh, care for Kumail whatsoever, whatsoever. Miscast. Like, yeah, that was the part that stuck out for sure. But um, I'd love to hear. I'd love for uh, Gideon Gang to give it a check. Check it out. And uh, yeah, stay tuned because we may do something else again soon in this in this Star Wars verse. Uh, Aside from that, uh, just last night, we were recording this on a Sunday night because it's a Mm -hmm. holiday weekend for you folks in the States. But on uh, every other Saturday night, we'll be doing. Yeah, we're celebrating our independence by taking it away from everybody. It's great. Yeah, humbly. Uh, July sixteenth uh, will be the next one. It's every other Saturday after that. It's Mystery Titan Theater, where Johnny and Kelly and I, and usually a guest, uh, well, always a guest, uh, join us to watch old wrestling uh, that we don't know what we're really getting. We have an idea, and last time it was last night it was great with our buddy Rob Hawkins. Uh, so yeah, we go live twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every other uh, Saturday. It's always a great time, even if you're not a wrestling fan. And guess what? I had a day at home where I was kind of had a lot of shit to do, but I was able to get the new ones already up on YouTube. Uh, the one I just mentioned, youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Wash Machine. If you are not able to join us live, follow me there and follow us on Twitch. Got to get those numbers up. Now's the part of the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. Yo, you fuck why. How's it going? How's it going? All right, all right. 
Thanks. Yeah, me too. I'm doing all right. I fucked a whole oh, a new discovery down here in paradise. A little paradise I call hell. <laughs> but it's been good to me. It's been good to me lately. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you about this brew really quickly. Uh, Lighthouse Brewing Company. It's a limited release based Ooh. out of British Columbia. Uh, the Seven Seas uh, Session IPA. I was almost j- jumping into the Sea of Sticks, as you can recall, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago before my turn in fortunes. A Session IPA, 4.5% alcohol, so I can last all night long. That's right, it's the Seven Seas. I travel the world and the Seven Seas. I am fucked. King Madeline Albright. <laughs> uh, Johan, far yes. too sophisticated a flavor palette for your infantile taste buds, you fucking buzzy. Goodbye. I'm glad it's working out for him. <laughs> it's great that he found someone. Uh, you know. And that it's like, I guess it sounds like it's still uh, pretty physical. Still, that's still that's still in that uh, initial I rocket mean, ship phase, you're right, right? You're right, the rocket ship phase. You know those old seventies. Uh, yep. You know, with the fire. Speaking of the Fourth of July, that's whenever they cut to fireworks in the sky. Oh I mean, yeah, big time. Fucking going on, big time, big time. <laughs> You'd see the Fonz kissing girl. Next thing you know, there's fireworks going off in the sky. There's something going off in something. Yep. Hey. But I am DV Curious. So first trivia, and uh, I grabbed this one just because you got to listen to this. It's, speaking of Dominic, uh, listen to just see if you, who wrote this statement for uh, Dominic Purcell. Despite rumors suggesting that he would walk away from DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Dominic Purcell has set the record straight. He's not going anywhere. Debunking the speculation on his Instagram account, Purcell shared that he has no intention of leaving. Quote, I have no intention of leaving Legends. I believe it to be a wonderful show that has earned its critically acclaimed status. It is enjoyed by many. I have two years remaining on my contract. I intend to honor that contract. There. Does that sound like a guy who who doesn't want to leave? Oh, man. Hilarious. So funny. It's so gross. That makes, that makes that me is, laugh. What's so the name of that? Hard. What's the name of that? What's the name of that user? I'm they know the trivia guys don't get to use and uh, leave a name. Oh, okay. Okay. The 19 of 19 was... found that interesting. <laughs> wow. Especially funny is that he does leave after you know, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that two years does not last yeah it's funny and now it's time for viewer reviews there's some interesting ones so i picked this one 10 out of 10 uh, a wild ride from tindalissa 
think this this one's kind of fun. It really it really ends it ends well. Okay. This episode had a lot of moving pieces and managed to give each regular cast member and five guest stars a part to play that contributed to the whole. It was a contemporary symphony that was music to my ears. It is always a pleasure to see Sarah and Ava in Western garb. Also, Avalanche always manages to work through their problems so well. I was touched by the Ray, Nora, Damien triangle and the wedding was beautiful. I teared up. Sarah's the officiate was wonderful. In trademark Legends of Tomorrow humor, you have Zari filming McFainting, Nate bursting to stop Ray, Nora calling in her one book club marker, and the frenzied farce of a dinner party where Ava and Sarah air their dirty laundry in what looks like the Clue Mansion. I hate to see Ray and Nora go, but I thought they went out well. The Legend of Tomorrow writers and showrunner did a fantastic job of weaving a winning tale of two progressive love stories in one episode. Meanwhile... Supergirl can't find their ass with both hands and a flashlight in whole fi- five whole seasons. Congratulations. Well done. <laughs> it was written by the woman who plays Supergirl. I bet. <laughs> Melissa Benoist wrote Melissa that Benoist. <laughs> the woman who plays Supergirl. Pardon me. Oh, my goodness. 36 out of 37 found that helpful. That was awesome. Ooh, one, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. You don't even watch Supergirl. <laughs> it's really good. One out of ten. Fun facts from Leptilic. Uh, and I have to assume a Russian accent for this one. Brandon Routh was actor of Superman. And since his mustaches were badly hidden... I call for intended mocking of Man of Steel. <laughs> okay. One out four, of ten. Four oh, out of sixty-eight found that. Oh, helpful. he gave it. A, he gave it a four out of sixty-eight. Yeah. Jesus Christ! A lot of people felt uh, compelled Didn't to care. vote. Did not care for that whatsoever. <laughs> hilarious it's so fun <laughs> so back on the ship ray uh, asks uh, uh bayrod and Nate, am i rushing into things by getting married and they immediately go god yes dude and literally because again even the the actors said that that it felt rushed because they get them off the show right and xano looks straight down the barrel of the camera and goes Ray, it feels rushed looking yeah, right yeah. at the fucking audience, like acknowledging, yeah. like, we know, we know. Huh. And Ray realizes that the ring is in the moose. And just as they're serving the moose, and oh, Damien Dark can't wait because there's no chocolate in hell. And they really? do all this yummy, yeah. yum, yum. Yes, stuff. yes. So fucking funny. It looks delicious. Uh, but it's really good the way that like, they had done such a good job of packing in all that uh, moving of the plot with all these quick little snappy scenes. That we had forgotten mm-hmm. about the ring and the moose for sure. Really mm-hmm. good. And Ava, see, here's what I'm saying. Here's why you don't want to do that. Because Ava coughs up the fucking ring. Because <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a choking hazard. Uh Damien Dark thinks Constantine must this was supposed to be a, a proposal from Constantine to Nora. And so he starts to lie. It's all just getting out of control. And Nora finally just f- fesses up. Says, yeah, because it's a really sweet moment where she realizes what it is and kind of shares a glance yeah. with him. And she's like, says, oh yeah, she sees the ring and she sees yeah. Ray. Again, another really wonderful performance. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
and she tells him everything that these are her friends and she's a fairy godmother and here's ray and we're in love and ray asks for his blessing and uh then suddenly uh, dark notices the the, uh, the potion in the moose it flips out and attacks ray yeah i do want to say here quickly what what i mean uh, i wish they had like they should made it known clear that he's got to get it down within it they, maybe they should have added a ticking clock here that this was going to happen because there was, the, they hadn't told us that there was going to be some sort of reaction uh and oh, that, that, that the potion would start to bubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah so that was a little convenient and i think that really could have been mopped up a little quicker and i think it might have helped the scene if they would have told him the guy he's got to get it or it's going to start to bubble up all over the place and our and our plot is ruined mm, that's a good point that's a good yeah. point uh but I, I do love this. It was just, it's, I love a great stupid line because Constantine goes to attack him and Damien Dark uses his force powers to toss him. And, and his his pithy one-liner is Brexit. <laughs> Did he really say that? Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. See, that I wonder if he came up with. If you tell me that he's fucking around. I would around, not be like, surprised. I yeah. would not be surprised. If he oh, came up with oh that. I missed that entirely, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I That's love great. it. It's so yeah. good. And this is when Norris says, Dad, I'm a, not a kid anymore. You can't just kill my friends. And uh, again, like, murdered a lot of children, did you? Yeah. Imagine they, your ball goes into his yard. You're Fuck. yeah yeah oh, dude, dude, dude let it go man <laughs> let it go it's dark town let it go jake <laughs> a little jake gets yeah <laughs> wants his baseball back <laughs> so he grabs the hell sword and and pip is watching all this shit back on the on the ship oh no she's watching mr parker and then in the background, you hear Mr. Parker goes, it's after five. And Mr. Parker could use a cold one. I love and it. It's so funny. Really funny. <laughs> and they're like, is Mr. Parker getting tipsy? Yeah. Nate, yeah. Nate like, that's the thing here. Nate doesn't have, Nate and Bayrod uh, don't have uh, arcs. They're just there to move plot and kind of help things along. Mm-hmm. But in their parts, especially Nate, they give him a couple little things where he just, he's having such a good fucking time. Yes. This is a guy who's an old pro who who just knows how to fit in. And when you've got your time on the screen, just that's that, Zano's, that important cog. Dude, that is Zano's, one of the great skills of, of Zano on the show mm-hmm. was that, is that you could use him for an arc or even a serious arc, but if you need someone to just deliver fucking one-liners yeah. and, and, and just be... And make stupid faces. And make stupid and, faces. He's and ham it the fuck up, man. He yeah. hams it the fuck up this episode. Yeah, he's like so when he's funny. first like like he's like a squeeing uh, little school yeah, girl. Yeah. He's here, he's here, and then like keeps looking and <laughs> he says he grows up. Our boy grows up, which is a um uh swingers reference. But yeah, lots oh, of oh that makes sense. Hey, that makes yeah. sense. The... Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, because it's their boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the encore alarm goes off. Pippa wants to go to the house. She wishes to go to the house. Uh, Constantine and Damien Dark are fighting. Uh, someone tells Pippa to make a wish. So she's like, "Just I wish you were all on Mr. Parker. And poof, all this great back and forth, you know, again, you know, co- comedic, you know, birdcage that's stuff awesome. goes into pure surrealism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And that, but that's like awesome. so, uh, yeah, like that's, uh, this could have been in the past when they've tried things like this. 
it's been to varying degrees of success but this mm -hmm. felt like let's yeah uh, this is this when is they a... start getting it we've watched it happen the evolution of it showing yeah, now because yeah. this is this this sort of thing becomes more commonplace this type yeah. of uh storytelling on the show yeah. and, and this is when they're getting this. it this is when they're getting yeah. it yeah and everyone's really really good in this I like that you could at first. I'm like, you can totally see the green screen behind Constantine. I'm like, no, that's on purpose. So yeah, we had it's got to look like they're on a set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, so Ray is now Mr. Parker, and he's the host, and, and it keeps cutting to Pippa watching them on TV, which I, was nice. And uh, Ray's doing the uh, uh, therapy with uh, Damian Dark and Nora, and then it cuts to uh, the the land of make 'em ups instead of make-believe right with, right right and gary's a train and they call him but no what is he called gary the unspeakable train abomination yeah. <laughs> really funny because he almost got run over by a train earlier. yep yep there's a whole he's got to sort thing. that shit out that's what that's why he's here he's got a shortest he's got a sort everyone's of shit got, out everyone's got, well, he literally says at the end i'm not scared of trains anymore exactly gary has a story he arc. was cowering he was cowering in the closet because these this guy tried to run over him with a train uh-huh it was still at the really end, affected him at the end after becoming a train he's yes. not scared of trains anymore exactly. even gary that's, even gary gets the fucking story i arc. know it's i know fantastic but you know notice noticeable in their absence is mick mick is not on this uh is is not in the no man you know, mick's still right? you know trying to figure his shit out yeah or, or not trying to figure his shit <laughs> not out right? avoiding it, it right yeah, avoiding yeah. it and uh and the constant charlie have to talk out their shit and they're talking it out with the puppets of tomorrow are back mm -hmm. the sarah <laughs> and ava puppet yeah he even says puppets again and uh it's Sarah and Ava talk out their wild dog issue in three sentences because they do it as kids. They go like, gee, I'm sorry. I just thought this. Well, I thought this, but I love you. All right. Yay. And then they, that's it. That's how they solve fucking their problem. Awesome, man. It's, it's because great because that's that is a communication. Like yep. yeah, they said. Yeah. And that's the theme of this episode is like you know being honest with each other and and uh and it doesn't have to be overly complicated yeah and you like, don't have to overlook it it's not so overly complicated. good man so to, good yeah and then this they is, look at, yeah. at constantine and go, go try some communication like we yeah. did yeah really and good. he does and he says look i get it no one should have that kind of power but your sisters are looking for the parts of the loom now too so let's get them first and we could help astra and then I'll help you destroy him for good. And Charlie's like, all right, cool. That makes sense. That's cool. And that's our big, that's the big arc, right? This is now the big arc. Now, yeah. at this point in the season, it's the search for the, the three parts of the loom. Love it, man. It's a, it's a, and they always got to do something like this. I don't There's care always your they're, MacGuffin. They're just, There's always your yeah. MacGuffin. Yeah. But that's and, like, uh, this, this is like the Legend of Zelda. Every Legend of Zelda, you got to get seven little things exactly. and put it all together so you can exactly. get your. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I love it. I've been playing the shit out of those games. <laughs> so Pippa's cheering because they're working out the shit. And then Bike Messenger Bayrod shows up with the safe space, some the safe space sombrero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe almost a, a misstep. I don't know. It's funny. Time will tell. Oh, <laughs> I'd, I'd say if, if this would have been like, ooh, should they have picked a sombrero? Could they have fixed something a little less, you know, unattached? Well, I don't know. I, I'm fine I, with the sombrero. Because I know. I, it was funny. It was really, everything worked together and it looked it. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks funny. No, it's yeah. for Neil McDonough has to wear a fucking sombrero while delivering serious dialogue. And yeah, that's yeah. funny, right? 
Yeah. And because uh, only the wearer of it can talk. And they even do the thing where uh, McDonough does pure babble, you yeah. know, because he can't, he's making up the babble talk. Right. Which, he's you know, having fun. Yeah. Having fun. Nora, Nora tells him that being a fairy godmother is her, her choice. And being raised in a fucking demon cult, thanks to him, was not her choice. And uh, and she tells all for fucking old man, and he. And I love the way, like she said something that's like like pretty kind of real, and it feels like it might yeah. have come from a real conversation about how, and that's why I, I I feel like I need to work with kids, right? Yes, like, that's why she wants to work with kids. That is very like I, I want to work with kids. That's it's not a line that you would have expected in this episode. Um, but it feels really real. And I think that was mm-hmm. makes it significant when 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 Dark makes his full baby face turn by the end here and he says the reason why the two of them have gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also takes her silly it gives her silly fairy godmother character more weight. Big this time. is what you know, it, it's yep. it, it's super fun. And uh and again, this this is her adios episode, and she fucking nails it just mm-hmm. kills it knocks it right out of the park and and i love this whole scene with with him and her when she's like i just wanted you to be proud of me and neil, neil mcdonough's take of like in shock of like of you know like how could you ever say that you know you're my daughter i'll always be proud of you it's good man yep. it, it, it gets it gets you right get you right there real quick i thought uh-huh. and, super I, i've loved their relationship and we that's what we saw on this show because on arrow she was a little girl uh, courtney ford and uh neil mcdonough's relationship with all developed on on legends and it was something i really enjoyed over that season right and and, and this was a nice uh goodbye for it uh-huh. one of my favorite little subplots so it was like the bad guy who's like well he's not, you know he's, he loves his kids right he's can't be all bad yeah <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Doctor Doom has some nobility. <laughs> red Skull's fucked up now. We don't want to do anything with the fucking Red Skull. Exactly. Red Skull was a vegetarian, loved his dog, right? Yeah, he's a great painter. He's an excellent <laughs> painter. <laughs> a mediocre painter, right? Right, right. So <laughs> he apologizes, and they make up, and he says he'll always be proud of her. And then it cuts to the sun smiling. It's that Teletubby's fucking son. This is what I'm talking about. With a fucking face in Zano. it. But Zano here, just with this one, but it's like a ha ha. Was that Zano? Ha ha ha. Yes. That, yes. Okay. You didn't realize that was him. I, I didn't know. I was they like, had to that, include him in there somewhere. I was like, is that Zano or is that? Because they had that, Bayrod come with the delivery. Right. But uh, I was like, because I, I couldn't, I, I didn't know. I couldn't make him out. I, I, I was like, I, I wanted it to be Berlanti. I wanted no, it to be fucking no, Berlanti. No, it's him. But they oh, just, Zeno, kind of that's just doing like the, 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 the most subtle kind of laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny, right? So funny. <laughs> I wrote down, I think this is Zano. Yeah. But I wish it was Berlanti. <laughs> Pretty funny. And Pippa goes, man, I thought my family was fucked up. These guys are deranged. And uh, she wishes to be back with her family. Yeah, yeah. Releases Nora. Yeah. Damien Dark. I mean, like, like, like that, that uh, yeah, like that, that girl has a, a, a role to play. And, and that, that, I think that line's a little tricky to buy coming out of, uh, especially the, dera- the way written. Yes, yeah. yeah, coming out of the, the mouth of, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that, old, of but, a little kid. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Like, hey, you got to wrap this thing up. Uh, let's do it. 
I would have more bought, you know, a kid saying they're fucked up because they yeah. might have overheard that. But yeah, I miss my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Damien Dark says no hard feelings to Ray and shakes his hand. And Nora says yes to marrying Ray. And they're going to go. I want to get hitched right now. As she mentioned that her dad's schedule is unpredictable. <laughs> Fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And and they have the nice wedding scene. I thought the song, whatever that song was, they chose yeah, it's was really fun. pretty. Yeah, oh my gosh. And wonderful. Gary, like, Gary, you remember in the last episode, he says to Ray, I want to be your flower boy. And it was so right. cringy. Yeah. He's the fucking flower boy. He's uh, up there just sprinkling flowers, and which, I, which I'd love to. You know what? That's fun. Yeah. It's a nice little callback. Oh, yeah. And it's a wonderful scene, right? And, and for yeah. and, Sarah does the service. Know, he, and every show has a wedding uh, scene in it at some point. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're, you know, it's the first one for the show. Worst. Oh, really? Yeah. And, but it, uh, you know, it feels uh, great. Feels awesome. Yeah. No, I thought this, I loved it. I loved I thought it was a, it, it also felt like you said, this is a cast who've been together and they're having a good time. time 100%. You know? Yeah. This is and like, okay, guys, just act like they're a fucking party. Okay. That's East, right? Yeah. 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 No kidding. And, uh, and so Damien Dark takes Ray aside, tells him, you know what, uh, you need to take care of my daughter. Time to leave your silly little ship. Be there for her because she can't do her job on the Wave Rider, which I immediately go, she can't? I mean, I, I guess she can. I know they have to have a reason, but why? Why can't she? She's magic. She can just poof around and still live on the Wave Rider with Ray, right? But. Um. Yeah, right. know, but then she's but then like why but then she's going to be committed to something other than helping uh helping kids that's, uh, okay, that's what maybe. i'm talking about i, I right. think i think i bought this very much right i think this is a wonderful way to write these people off sorry if they if they don't like how it went <laughs> but uh but this completely no that was sense. just me that was just that, 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 that was not a complaint anyone made on that right. that was me i'm, I'm like well, no, no, no. If you have a magician, a, a witch, in a time machine, can't you spend all the time you want yeah, yeah, yeah. with each other? But if I you don't... said, if you said that, like they weren't, uh, you know, wasn't their choice or whatever, right? I, oh, as a I, way to write it off, it, I, it is yeah, very good. Yeah. I, that's just me being my little nitpicky yeah, stuff yeah. about that. But it is, it, it does make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a fun scene where he's like, you know what I mean? You know, right? To maybe come back and get you, and, yes. and then. <laughs> I'm kidding, but not I'm really. Kidding, kidding. No, not, not really. We love that. We love that. <laughs> Nora loved that. Really funny. That's his like yeah, kind of sign off. Except for Except as he's about for... to leave. Really great. That the one last scene with uh, Sarah Lance. Yep, Sarah Lance and, and Damien Dark, and he they have like you know we like yeah. for whatever like you explained through like i don't really know the growing up with his daughter and how she was young and then wasn't or whatever but i would pause it because of all that time shifting and stuff that he's got more of a relationship with or, or uh, sarah's got more of a relationship with damien dark than her actual, her actual daughter does it's possible because yeah, yeah, right? i mean he kills her sister yep. and she's been feuding with him ever and wanting since. and trying to kill him ever since yeah yeah and even at, and got complicated when he died and sacrificed himself it got a little complicated where they were on each other's side briefly yep. because of nora you know as they've had a very evolved relationship and it makes me so happy that they didn't do what a lot of shows would do here because he says look i gotta go because astra's gonna call me back and torture me forever because i'm not gonna be evil anymore mm-hmm 
and uh and and you know and, yeah and sarah basically acknowledges that, like yeah you came back to see your nora doll like yeah, that's, that's that's awesome legit, and he yeah. offers his hand yeah. offers his hand to her she still ain't fucking having it and yeah. i love that I'm like but, so many shows what i really like done it yeah what i really liked is the way she kind of looked left and right at the crowd to get a reaction before she before <laughs> uh-huh. she turned them down a little Macho bit man yeah. style <laughs> i didn't notice that she <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, right in his face. <laughs> Slap. You killed my sister. I didn't <laughs> about that. Yeah. And I love it because a lot of shows would have done it. A lot yeah, of shows would have had and, done yeah. it. And it was it's a fucking tough, choice. right? These little things that you do that that uh are really like for what's already a killer episode, it shows you that they're not they're still thinking about the future, right? You yeah, can't she's just... letting them go. But yeah. she's not going to shake that yeah. fucker's hand. He killed yeah. her sister. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves. She looks and notices that he didn't take his umbrella. He took the fucking hell sword. And I remember watching the first time. I was like, oh, shit, is Damien Dark up to no good? Mm-hmm. And Sarah runs out thinking the same thing. Just the time as we see Damien Dark kill himself. Fucking Harry Carey, baby. Harry Carey with the hell sword, which means the Astra can't torture him. He's dead, dead, dead. Which yeah. annoys me. I think. I didn't watch him on guest on Flash this season. It annoyed me just that it happened because I love this as an out. I think I thought this was the best finish for that character. Yeah. After watching his whole arc. Oh, on yeah, Arrow yeah, yeah. through everything. Yeah, I thought as you'd said. Yeah, I, I get it. But as you said, Flash stinks now. So it probably makes sense that they were just trying whatever they could. They were doing a big crossover and need as many guest stars as they could while just yeah. doing a crossover with a. a yeah. A dying universe. But I, like I think it's well, as he never shows up again on on Legends. Not on Legends. No, he's then that's he's, great. He's, that's then that's great. And Legends. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see if we get the, our TV movie or whatever sometime. I think, but maybe it, for for him to have never appeared again, then that's great. As far as a, within the Legend show, then this is a wonderful send off for a character that that had some. It was a, was a key part of this show in, yeah. in many different times. And a wonderful send off, also again mentioned for Courtney Ford. And I just before we wrap this up, who's your MVP for this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, no, I'd say her. Like, like, uh, like I said, because I'd never had a a super. Um, I was never crazy about. It. Like I said, I like I'm weirdly pissed off about that. The uh, Marie Antoinette casting, and now that for whatever reason, like, and I get it because they loved her. Like, they wanted to mm-hmm. keep giving her fun things to do. And that's great. And that's great. You said the Christmas cast. party anecdote, right? You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm sure that's where it came from. She does. Okay, you know what? We have this French one coming up. Uh, anyways, I, like, yeah, I took a took a, took a a job away from a Vancouver actor. So we'll never forgive her for that. No. But uh, <laughs> I thought she, like, uh, if you say that we never really even see her again. We will see her. Okay. It's like but a, like I mean, to next episode does she say goodbye? I don't remember. She might make a brief appearance okay. in the, the next episode, and that makes it extra special. Yeah, like I probably would have said it regardless. Um, I thought next episode got... is a lot about Ray saying goodbye. To yeah, it probably makes more sense because he's been there a lot longer. Um, yeah. I will give you your uh, my uh, my um, honorable mention is okay. uh, Jess Jess McCallum. Uh, she's starting to feel for the first time like when she like that that little book club um uh conversation or like she's her own character she's starting to become her own character now she's not just mm-hmm. the the kind of whatever this is somebody who has these like these kind of quibbles and real life things and i'm starting to buy her more 
um uh, or for one of the first times where i'm starting to I'm starting this to be is charmed the, yeah this yeah. is the point on the show where the writers and hard they're doing more and creating that character that i really enjoy that i mentioned before i was like just wait just wait because yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah ava becomes fucking great and this is this is when it really starts happening. Now it's is a real key noticeable. moment for me. That that one single scene there, I was like, ah. Oh, and so, and uh, you know, uh, Tala Ash, I'm really starting to real no like the little things that she's still playing a different character, mm -hmm. uh, very different from what she was playing uh, in the in the last season. Um, and she does very little subtle things that are still that's really really good. Uh, that that shows you that she's not the exact same person um every like again that's just performance wise if that's that's what our mvps always are i mean you gave it to a director i took it took a took the easy way out i try to uh -huh. keep it to the for the on-screen performances and yeah i, uh -huh. I assume well, you agree being a, being a thespian that you are yes, I, I, yes, see, yes, yes. I, that. I assume but, you agree i uh, did i agree i'm glad courtney ford courtney ford runs away with this she is she's funny she's doing comedy and she's when she goes deep and emotional on this one, she can she's getting your water the waterworks going a little bit yeah. for a guy like me. I think this is her tour de force performance on the show. That and I think it's one of the tour de force episodes of Legends of Tomorrow. Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac is one of the greats. Uh mm. and yeah, I was really looking forward. I was really I, I was 95% confident that you were going to love it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, what's like, not to like, like I said, there's a couple little things of, um, where they're just going to, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, but please, it's solid. Nine, I'll 9. give Zano, I'll, yeah, I'll give Zano a little extra MVP too, just for the, all the little shit he does. And now that I know it was him doing the, the, the <laughs> Teletubby son, that's, <laughs> it reminds me a bit of uh flying pig the way bruce mccullough would do flying pig yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey everybody yeah. Pretty all right so travis this has been super fun everyone i hope you all had a fun time listening to us uh be sure to spread the word about the show uh you know do your hashtag save legends of tomorrow check out everything uh else out on the Pwam podcast network be sure to check out mystery titans theater uh, as we said, you don't have to be a wrestling fan. Uh, you just have to think that we're funny. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and if you're listening, if you're still listening at this point, and you don't think we're funny. Then what the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah, at this point, it's been a, yes. a long one. Uh, right. All right. Thanks again, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time. Adios. Adios.